engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. America, welcome. It is Eric Erickson across the fruited plain. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, delighted to have you. I wish to talk about a topic that is going to offend a handful of you because you're going to take it personally. And I'm going to be insulting. You see, I wish to talk about stupid people. And while I have a well-informed and highly educated, smart listening audience, there are occasionally stupid people who listen too, and these stupid people are going to be called out on their stupidity in the next little while, so you should prepare yourselves. When I was a child, my oldest sister was a huge wrestling fan with my dad. My oldest sister and my dad loved to watch the WWF. This was back before it became the WWE. It was back, I think, before the WCW came out and all of that. And when we were growing up, my oldest sister, she subscribed to the wrestling magazines with my dad and uh, found out that the the WWF at the time, not the World Wildlife Fund, but the World Wrestling Federation, they were coming through Dubai. And she guessed which hotel they would be staying at. I think maybe someone let it slip, but I think she just guessed that they would be staying at the Chicago Beach Hotel, which nowadays, if you go to Dubai, uh, the Chicago Beach Hotel and, and the Chicago Beach Village, they're no longer there. A lot of my friends live there. It was a gated community. We didn't live in a gated community, but Chicago Beach Village was a gated community. had a big, big hotel. Um, you keep the riffraff out, and now it's a, a super nice, well-developed area where the Palm Jumeirah is, stuff like that. The Chicago Beach Hotel back in the day was a big beach hotel resort. And she concluded the wrestlers were probably there. So we decided to go eat at the hotel. They had a buffet for lunch. My dad did not like to this day, doesn't really like buffets. After all, people sneeze in your food. But we went, I remember it, we're sitting there, and there is Rowdy Roddy Piper and Jimmy Superfly Snuka and Tito Santana and Playboy Buddy Rose, and Tony Gurria. And my sister had a wrestling magazine, and she went over to get their autographs. And they were stunned that there were Americans who were there and cared about it and followed along with it. Nobody else in the, in the whole resort seemed to know who they were. Everybody left them alone. We struck up a conversation with them, invited them to our house for dinner. So for multiple nights this one year, the WWF came to our house for supper. And they, they were all there. Playboy Buddy Rose hitting on my mom. 
Jimmy, Superfly, Snuka, as nice as he could be. Rowdy, Roddy Piper, super nice guy. He didn't come one night. He came the next night. Tony Gurria, Tito Santana, all of them, super nice people, really nice people. All got along, had a great time, great conversations, talking about getting into wrestling. I don't really remember all the details of the conversation. I was a kid. I remember them all being there. I remember I got to cook them cornflake chicken, my specialty to this day. My dad grilled one night. We had a ton of fun with them. Super nice guys. So I came home that summer, and my best friend loved wrestling. Loved wrestling. Like you had to program your day around when wrestling came on TV. And there were these guys who had been in my house, and and my friend would not believe it because they're mortal enemies. They are mortal enemies. Jimmy Superfly Snuka versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal. I mean, mortal enemies. They fight. Have you not seen them fight? He was convinced it was real. And I had been convinced it was real. Until they all came to my house and they're all friends. These people don't hate each other. They clearly get along with each other. But he was convinced it was real. And he was mad at me for disabusing him of the notion that it was all a stunt. It was all a play. It was all make-believe. I'm sorry if I'm disabusing some of you stupid people of this. He was not stupid. He was a child. And when he was a child, he thought as a child. And then he grew up. And he gave up his childish ways. And some people just can't give that up. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I set aside childish ways. Now we see, but a dim reflection is in the mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Famous line. When you grow up, you're supposed to give up childish thinking, and a lot of stupid people never give up their childish thinking. Which leads me to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you didn't know I was going there, did you? No, no, no. Just, just follow along with me here. Follow along with me here. So a number of stupid people are convinced that the NFL has become wrestling because so many people have for years made jokes about, oh, Roger Godell, he's shaping the script this season. We can't let this happen. We got to build up the Detroit Lions. We got to crush them. It must all be scripted. And stupid people have begun to believe it's true. Stupid people have begun to believe that the NFL is just like the World Wrestling Federation or the World Wrestling, whatever the E stands for now. I, I Old school, it's WWF to me. They, they've, they've internalized it. And so plot twist, plot twist, they see it as a real, and y'all, I'm serious. There are a lot of stupid people who really believe that this is a scripted reality TV show we're all a part of, and that to boost the ratings this year, suddenly they have to introduce this new character called Taylor Swift into the NFL. And so the arrangement they posit is fake that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, they're not a real couple. 
It's a staged event to boost the ratings of the NFL of of the NFL. And now plot twists coming. They're going to campaign for Joe Biden. And this is the NFL that brought us players taking the knee that all of these stupid people said was irrelevant because of that idiot quarterback, what's his name, Kaepernick, now suddenly thinking, never mind that they decided the NFL was irrelevant and they were never going to watch it again. Suddenly, this is designed as an in-kind contribution to help Joe Biden. They've scripted a romance between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and they're going to go campaign for Joe Biden so that he will win the election. This is how they will steal the election. They really believe this stuff. I can't remember who said it. And and, and by the way, this is a real tweet from someone. This is a real tweet from someone. The Davos cabal decided which teams would make it to the Super Bowl. These ant amateurs. Now this person is making a joke. This person's making a joke. But there are other people saying the same thing seriously. Some of these people who elected a reality TV star as president of the United States think there must be some vast conspiracy to create a power couple named Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to advance Joe Biden. Y'all, there are stupid people on the planet, and there are too many of them. There are way too many of them. So, I, I it, it's uh, y'all. I'm I'm looking through some of these things, like like um, Vivek Ramaswamy. He's not a stupid person. Vivek Ramaswamy is not a stupid person, but he knows that the so many of the people who support him are stupid people. And Vivek Ramaswamy is out there peddling the nonsense that this is some sort of grand conspiracy. I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month, and I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially, culturally propped up couple this fall. Just some wild speculation over here. Let's see how it ages over the next eight months. So they're in a fake relationship in coordination with the NFL to rig the Super Bowl to get Joe Biden elected. There are a lot of stupid people who will believe that, and Vivek Ramaswamy is capitalizing on those stupid people. There's a Twitter account that I follow, and I'm not going to name it, but tweeted out pictures of Taylor Swift all over these magazines and whatnot. And literally and unironically and seriously says, what's happening with Taylor Swift is not organic and natural. It's an op. We all feel it. We all know it. The people that are so addicted to celebrity culture that they elected a reality TV show host president are perplexed a pop star might like an uncomplicated football player. These are some seriously stupid people out there. And I want you to know that if you believe that this is some sort of op, you are a stupid person. And you are a stupid person because you've decided to take a random confluence of events and turn it into an entertainment phenomenon because you've decided to process all the world as entertainment. 
There are literally people out there who think the Davos puppet masters have pulled the strings to stop Donald Trump by by putting Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey together. And I wish I was making this up. I know it sounds dumb for you who are smart listening to me, but there are a lot of stupid people who believe this stuff. A lot of stupid people who believe this stuff. It's it's kind of crazy. And I just, it's, it's, part of it you can see is from the distrust of people. I mean, you got people who are convinced that, that COVID was actually a PSYOP campaign to cost Donald Trump the election. What was it, an, a, a lab leak from China or, or some sort of concerted operation? I don't know, people can see, can, can see all the little strings tied together. And really what it is, at the end of the day, is there are a lot of people who can't make sense of the world unless they construct it into some comprehensive narrative. Because the world has always seen a random confluence of events. And over time, the random nature of events do seem to take on a pattern. Even though they're random, they seem to take on a pattern. And so people process it as a pattern, and if it's a pattern, it can't be random, as opposed to random events over time seem to take on a pattern. History rhymes. You see historic events in different contexts play out over and over and over. It's just history rhyming. It's not repeated plot points. But a lot of people can't rationalize it that way. And the reason at the end of the day, in particular for the people who have embraced a world of conspiracy theories, they can't accept the randomness because they couldn't sleep well at night. They couldn't sleep well at night if there was a bunch of random events happening that they or no one else can control. And so instead, so that they can sleep well at night, they conclude that these aren't random events. They conclude that these are all plot points and that there are puppet masters pulling strings, writing the scripts, and that there's a coherent a coherent plan with a predetermined outcome that we're all headed towards. And even though they don't like it, even though they want to change it, even though they don't want to disrupt it, they sleep better at night believing that there are the Davos puppet masters in charge or the Rockefeller puppet masters in charge. By the way, it always comes back to the Jews, you should know. Ultimately, all these people turn out to be raging anti-Semites who believe the Jews are pulling all the strings. They can't accept the random nature of events, and they can no longer accept reality can sometimes be wild. That a pop star who's super popular, globally famous, could fall in love with a player in the NFL who they were convinced was jinxing him and costing him games. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, it makes it to the NFL, to the Super Bowl. What's so remarkable here is how these people can change their thinking on a dime and never hold themselves accountable to what they thought just yesterday. Because what they're actually doing is they're trying to process the complex, comprehensive narrative that the puppet masters have designed. And they see themselves as seeing through it when really... They're just a bunch of stupid people who can't accept that they're the rubes, which is why they're easy pickings for the grifters. When the world seems crazy, he'll keep you sane. It's the Eric Erickson Show. You can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. 
That's 877-973-7425. You know, if Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey do get married and have kids, they could single-handedly solve the global population crisis because every woman in the world who's a fan of Taylor Swift will want to have a kid to be just like Taylor and get married to be just like Taylor. Uh, it, it's just, it's true. Um, by the way, I, I, I've seen this comment now that, that well, I don't dispute they're in a relationship, but I think it's just financially lucrative in a business proposition. Really, this is a, a billionaire, the most recognized woman on planet Earth now that Queen Elizabeth is dead. She doesn't need Travis Kelsey as a business proposition. She's doing quite fine by herself, and and uh, the rate of return he gives is marginal at best. And he actually, this is one of the reasons I actually like Travis Kelsey as a player. He actually doesn't make a lot of money in the NFL. He's, he's the best tight end in the NFL, uh, set all sorts of records this year, and he actually gets paid less than most of the people on his team. And he says it's because he never wants to have to go through a renegotiated process. He, he never wants to renegotiate a contract or be cut from the team over money. So he makes most of his money outside the NFL on, on ad deals. Like, I don't fault him for, for advertising for Pfizer and the like. He's making a killing uh, doing advertisements. That's why he's so exposed in advertisements. But but that's his thing. He, he wants to play for the Chiefs. So to play for the Chiefs and not be a burden on the team, he doesn't make them a lot of he doesn't make a lot of money off of it and so instead he does a lot of ad deals I, I find that very admirable that he loves the chief so much he's willing to not ha- be a haggler in negotiations and instead just make money elsewhere good for him they don't need each other uh, maybe just accept they actually are in a relationship instead of trying to concoct some cockamamie conspiracy theory don't be stupid people now don't be stupid and go to a big box store to buy a computer when you go to Vision Computers and let them build you a computer that actually meets your needs specifically and will grow with you. Uh, I mean, my son's gaming PC from Vision, it is so readily expandable and upgradable over time. Uh, he's not going to need a new computer. And it's great. They can do it for you. They can do it for your business as well. Instead of buying a one-size-fits-all computer for your company, you can actually go out, let Vision Computer build your computers for you. And then they'll be your IT department, so you don't have to have an in-house IT guy either. You're saving yourself a lot of money with Vision Computers, and you're getting great, great award-winning customer service with award-winning PC builds, laptops or desktops. Just go to visioncomputers.com, visioncomputers.com, or call them at 404-COMPUTE. Now, here's the thing. If you call Vision Computer at 404-COMPUTE and tell them I sent you, you'll get a deal you don't even see at visioncomputers.com. They'll give you the special deal. You call them and tell them Eric Erickson sent me. They will give you a great deal. They'll build your computers. They'll service your computers. They'll become your IT guy with a special phone number you can call whenever you have a problem. Visioncomputers.com or 404-COMPUTE. Smart. Fearless and occasionally funny. You're listening to the Eric Erickson Show. I I I I I I need to uh, I I need to just make a diplomatic point here. If you email me because you're really offended that I referred to stupid people as stupid people because they think that it's some sort of psyop campaign that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. 
I, you might actually be one of the stupid people that I was talking about. Uh, if if you're if you're seriously that offended that I would would suggest it, so I, y'all, you should see the emails from people. That, now there are a couple of people who make some great points that maybe you should say uninformed people instead of belittling people who might be the audience. But I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I just it's 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 just so dumb. It is, and it's these people who concoct these conspiracy theories to try to rationalize the way a complex world works, and suddenly they believe they have the inside knowledge. It's like the Gnostics, which reminds me I should plug my book. If you text DATA to 33777, you can pre-order because there's a lot of the Gnosticism. So you know what the Gnostics are? A very, very uh, rudimentary level. The Gnostics are a group of people who believed that they had secret knowledge about eternity. And if you embrace Gnosticism, they would show you the way. It's, it's Scientology is Gnostic. Um, there, there's so much Gnosticism in the world today that if you if you will just follow this one person or read this one thing or study this one website, you'll get the secret knowledge no one else has. And that's that's essentially Gnosticism. Uh, when, you know, it's, it's kind of the world is fairly transparent, but it can also be very random, and people want to synthesize it into some sort of coherent narrative to make it make sense to them, that's the sign of not a bright person. Okay, let's move on. Before I go anywhere else, I'm going to take James's phone call. He's waited very patiently. James, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Sure, what's going on? Well, I had uh, what, in my simple mind, I thought was a good idea. Uh, the Republicans and Democrats are, I guess, trying to negotiate uh, the uh, a border security for Ukraine funding, and I thought, uh, what if the Republicans, in exchange for Ukraine funding, uh, said you let us put, you you let us name a replacement for Mayorkas, you let us put our guy in charge of the border, and we'll give you Ukraine funding. Hmm. You know, I, so I don't know that the I. I don't think the president would ever go along with them uh, naming someone, maybe give him a slate of options. But if it's anyone who's not a Democrat, he wouldn't go along with it. And, and he honestly has no incentive to secure the border. And, and honestly, you know, I so James, it's funny you bring this up because this weekend I was talking to a couple of senators and they are convinced that Biden has given up on Ukraine. Um, they're 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 convinced that he hasn't wanted to be aggressive anyway. For some time, he's dragged his feet on all the armaments to Ukraine. It's taken him forever to give anything. And and they think he's kind of bailing on Ukraine, and he's going to use the GOP as his excuse, but he never wanted to do it. So, I mean, the GOP would just set themselves up in some way, I think, um, to uh, undermine themselves at the border and also undermine Ukraine. I, and listen, I, I know I'm in the you know when I was when I ran campaigns, I would always tell candidates, know when you're the minority, even when you think you're right. And I, I think I'm right and in the minority that we should be helping Ukraine with Russia. Um, we do certainly need to be finding a, a peaceful solution now and, and mediate some talks with Ukraine and Russia because you the Ukrainian president is never going to get all of his territory back. At the same time, uh, allowing Ukraine to kill the Russians so we don't have to kill the Russians later uh, is not a bad thing. I don't know if y'all have seen this. The Germans are now helping uh, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia reinforce their borders, sending them uh, weaponry. And Germany promised them tanks, and then turns out they didn't have enough tanks to send. The Germans have their own problems. Uh, but the, the, the European situation is beginning to destabilize. Uh, and it, it's all about fear of Russia. So if we help the Ukrainians, we're not going to get dragged into a NATO conflict with 
with Russia, and otherwise we probably at some point will. So uh, we, I, I personally think we need to help them, but I also recognize we should be funding the border first. I think we can do both and should do both. Now, we got a transition. Well, you know, not... You know, you used to be able to say we got to transition people like, all right, next topic. Now, now you got to think I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a um, adenectomy or something. Nope, nope. I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm just going to transition topics. We got to move to domestic politics. We got to move to Nikki Haley, who was swatted over the weekend. Well, Kristen, um, I was not home, but, but Michael and I take care of my parents. Um, They are 87 and 90, and we take care of them, and they were at home Mm. and with their caregiver. And so I will tell you that the last thing you want is to see multiple law enforcement officials with guns drawn pointing at my parents and and thinking that something happened. It is a... um, it is an awful situation. It put the law enforcement officers in danger. It put um, my family in danger. And, you know, it, it was not a safe situation. And that goes to show the, the chaos that's surrounding our country right now and the fact that these things are happening. And so, look, I'm not the only one that's happened to. Um, it wasn't the first time. I think we've had it happen twice. But I will tell you this, that I think that what's really important is we have lived in a country of chaos for quite a while now. It is time that we remember what normal felt like. It is time that we remember what healing feels like. It is time that we remember what it's like not to have division, not to have hate. We are Americans, and we need to remember how blessed we are. Look, she makes a very good point, and this is is happening. A lot of Republicans have been swatted in the past uh, number of weeks. Uh, Here in Georgia, where I am, Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones were, uh, Nikki Haley has been. Oh, who was it? There, there's another Republican congressman who was swatted recently. You know, I was swatted years ago. I mentioned this a while back when it was happening uh, to these people that uh, luckily I was on TV regularly at the time on CNN. The police officer pulls into the driveway. My kid runs out. The police officer has his hand on his gun. And I come out of the house. He looks at me. He says, aren't you on CNN? I said, yeah. Uh, and I knew immediately what had happened because I'd been writing about it, uh, people getting swatted around that time. And he said, I, I got to see your wife. I need to see your wife. And so I called my wife. She came out. Uh, there was a police officer at the end of the driveway, block of the driveway. And my so we live near the interstate, and you can hear the interstate. My brother-in-law and my sister were there. My brother-in-law commented on how quiet it was, that there it didn't seem like there was any traffic out. Well, only later did we find out that traffic was blocked off up the road, and there were police in the woods behind my house um, because somebody called 911. And said I said he was me had murdered my wife that she was on the living room floor dead and I was going to go across the street and kill the neighbors uh, if they didn't stop me because the neighbors were were bothering me and it was it was some guy who called over the internet masked his number made it look like it was my phone number so they had my home address pop up uh, on nine one one didn't give the address just had the number and I don't even know how the how you do this technically but it was over the internet spoofed the system presented as my phone number. And they showed up at my house. I know a guy who had his door kicked in at 3 a.m. by a SWAT team in Los Angeles. They dragged him out of the house in handcuffs and his underwear, secured his family um, to make sure everything was okay because he was swatted. They took it very seriously. He was one of the first prominent uh, swattings that I had ever heard of. This is happening around the country. People are going insane. And the thing you got to remember is when you are swatted, they're trying to kill you. When you are swatted... They are trying to kill you. My son has gotten into airsoft. 
If you don't know what airsoft is, you know what a BB gun is. Airsoft guns shoot plastic BBs. They're hollow plastic BBs. And you can go out and you can do fights with your friends. And so he goes out. They, they wear a full face mask so you're not getting your eye put out. Uh, and they wear padded clothing. They wear, like, sweatshirts and stuff even in the summer because, I mean, those things will sting. They'll leave a little bruise if, if you're not well padded. And he, they have a blast. But the guns look real. The guns look real. He's got a, an M16, and it fires automatic, and it's, 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 it really is a lot of fun to shoot. And he's got a, an, another rifle, and they're electric. And, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's so much fun. He's also got a, a Beretta handgun. Uh, there's a place in Atlanta called Airsoft Atlanta you can order some of the coolest guns from. And he loves it. And I've had to tell him, I've had to tell him, son, I'm not saying this is going to happen to us. But if something like this happens and you see police pull in the driveway, you have to drop your gun immediately. If you're in the backyard doing target practice, you have got to drop that sucker immediately or you're going to die. And I've had to have that frank conversation with my kid that he will be shot and killed if we are swatted and he's in the backyard with one of those machine guns because they look real. Forget the orange tip on the bottom of the, the police. They don't, they don't see it. He's got to drop it. He's got to drop it because it's a deadly serious thing. In North Georgia, they had a neighbor who swatted uh, their next-door neighbor, and that next-door neighbor, the police came in. Well, he came charging out with a gun thinking it was a home invasion. They shot and killed him. It's happened around the country. When someone swats you, the purpose is to have you killed by the police. And unfortunately, it can be easy to do in the right situation. And it is very hard to trace the phone calls. It's very difficult to trace the phone calls. They never found out who swatted me. And in most of these cases, the person gets away with it. Now, in a lot of the more prominent situations, like for example, a presidential candidate, lieutenant governor of Georgia, or a member of Congress, the FBI will add extra resources, and over time they may be able to figure it out. But I, I want you to understand this is a growing phenomenon, and it is designed to kill you and your family. It is designed to kill you and your family. The people who swat other people are trying to get that person killed. Someone tried to get Nikki Haley killed or her family killed. Her parents were at home. I know her mom and dad. They are the nicest people. They are the nicest people. Her dad is more mobile than her mom now. Um, and they're just wonderful human beings. It just a, it's a wonderful family. Right? That they were home alone when the SWAT team showed up. I think Michael's still in Africa for for the army. It just it's it's these are insane, crazy times. Now, Haley was also asked about her momentum. And where she heads. And I don't think that Haley has a path forward, but she says she still intends to move forward in some way. She intends to not, she wants to show some momentum. She wants to so, show some improvement. What does that actually mean? I'll play you that audio when we get back. Right now, though, I got to tell you about my bank, Old Glory. 
It was started by, you know the names, John Rich, Ben Carson, Larry Elder. They had uh, conservative banking experts who agreed with them that debanking is a trend. You know, Saturday Night Live uh, made fun of Donald Trump for using the phrase debanking over the weekend. They had never heard of it. Oh, debanking is a real trend where conservatives, gun store manufacturers and, and conservative businesses, their banking accounts are shut down by banks who don't want to do business with them anymore. That's where Old Glory comes in. It's an online bank with amazing technology, easy and convenient to bank anywhere. They've got this great thing. I've tried it. It works. You can go to 85,000 retail locations around the country, deposit cash, go straight into your bank account. My CVS, I mean, not a half mile from my house is one of the locations, and it works. You can get home loans with them, VA loans, conventional, FHA. They've got budgeting features, and here's the thing. They have no monthly fees on checking and savings accounts, none. So my kids' checking and savings accounts, they're not getting bled dry over time by Old Glory Bank. It takes you less than eight minutes to get an account set up with Old Glory Bank. They are an anti-woke bank. They are pro-America. They're pro-conservative, pro-gun owner. If you're a gun manufacturer and you need a business checking account, you should reach out to Old Glory. They can help you, and you're never going to have to worry about them canceling you. Open your account today, oldglorybank.com. It takes just eight minutes. Old Glory Bank. They stand with you. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Oldglorybank.com. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show, the perfect blend of news, analysis, opinion, and cooking. Yeah, cooking. Want Eric's weekly recipes? They're super delicious. Text recipe to 33777 now. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I got this audio for you from Meet the Press. Uh, Nikki Haley talking about her path forward. I don't see it. This is what she says. There's no surprise there that the political leader surrounding him there, he has become, Trump has become an insider. That's what it comes down to is he's more interested in satisfying the elected class than he is in satisfying the people. When it comes to South Carolina, look, we wanted to be strong. And I think you look, we started with 2% in Iowa. We ended up with 20%. We got to New Hampshire. We needed to do better than that. And we did. We got 43% of the vote. Now we're going into South Carolina. We need to be stronger than what we did in New Hampshire. And so that's certainly what we need to do. But it's not just that we need to be stronger, Kristen. Trump needs to be stronger. He's not getting the independent vote. He's not getting a segment of the Republicans. And so he's got some work to do as well. Uh, Let me just make sure we get an answer, though, Ambassador Haley, because this is your home state. You were governor in the state of South Carolina. Do you need to win your home state in order to stay in this race? Is it do or die? I think I need to do better than I did in New Hampshire. So this is a building situation. But it's do you not need about to which win, state you get in which state. You don't, do you need to actually win? I think I, I need you to, saying you're, you need to do better. But do, don't you need to win your home state to show that you can win a state, win your home state, and really put some delegates on the map for yourself? Well, we've got 17 delegates. He's got 32. I'd say that's pretty good to start. What I do think I need to do is I need to show that I'm building momentum. I need to show that I'm stronger in South Carolina than New Hampshire. Does that have to be a win? I don't think that necessarily has to be a win, but it certainly has to be better than what I did in New Hampshire, and it certainly has to be close. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be. Look, for uh, all of you, whenever I talk about polling, I get angry emails from people saying, the polling's wrong, the polling's always wrong. The polling's been right. It was got got Trump right in Iowa, got Trump right in New Hampshire. I would submit is going to get Trump right in South Carolina, which means he's probably going to blow her out of the water by about 20 points. 
or 30 points, rather, 30 points between 20 and 30. Right now, yeah, it is um, looking at the real career politics polling average. Look at the averages. Don't look at the don't look at the individual polls. Look at the averages. And his average right now is 30.2%. 52 to 21. She will get some delegates, but you're going to start moving into winner-take-all states. And I'm sorry, but that's... I, I I don't see a path for Nikki Haley moving forward. I, I don't. I, I like her. She's a friend. I don't see a path for her. It um she improved in in New Hampshire. There wasn't a lot of polling in New Hampshire. Uh, but it was uh Trump up nineteen in the average and he got up eleven. Uh, the final polls, the very final polls actually had it almost dialed inaccurate. Uh, the CNN uh, University of New Hampshire poll had Trump at 11, and uh, it, it came out pretty much right where he was. The Iowa average was spot on. And if that's the case, a 30-point lead for Trump that she's not closing, and she can't rely on the averages and say, oh, well, the average had him at 30, and, and he only beat me by 20. Yeah, he beat you by 20 points. I understand why she may want to stay in to collect delegates if something happens with Trump. I mean, look, he's being bled dry by lawyers, uh, being bled dry by E. Jean Carroll. Uh, that, that, that verdict, my goodness gracious. Um, they're out to get him by any, any means possible to sabotage his run, uh, bleeding him dry, breaking up his companies, all of it. And, and they could be very successful with it. Uh, goodness gracious. Mm. All right. I got to tell you guys to go to omahasteaks.com slash Eric today. My own URL, omahasteaks.com slash Eric. If you go, I can never remember the package on this one, but it's omahasteaks.com slash Eric. If you go to it, I know you get four free boneless chicken breasts. You get four free boneless pork chops. But look, here you go. You get four butcher cut fillets, four boneless pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, Four caramel apples. Can I just? I, I talk about the the hamburgers and everything all the time, or the steak burgers they call them. The gourmet jumbo freaks. I don't know what it is, but like a, a lot of hot dogs get me heartburn. And these, I'm going to call them a hot dog. They're the gourmet jumbo freak. I don't know what it is that Omaha Steaks does, but I don't get heartburn from their gourmet jumbo franks. They're really good. They're beefy. They're they're juicy. They're great. Uh, the car- caramel apple tartlets, of course, my wife loves them. And if you go get this great package, you're going to get four free chicken breasts, four free uh, pork chops. So you get eight total pork chops plus the four free chicken breasts. It's a great package. You go to omahasteaks.com slash Eric today. Omahasteaks.com slash Eric. Don't forget you also get their award-winning customer service. They want to keep you happy. They want you as a lifelong customer like me. Omahasteaks.com slash Eric. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.